0: Hello, everybody. This is D. Crow on D. Crow Chronicles. I'm here with my beautiful wife,
1: Mama Jen. Welcome back. And what an exciting event. We're finally back to part seven of
0: the podcast episode that we're doing for our special guest for our son. And this one is called we're going backwards a little bit. This is called what is it like growing up with 18 siblings? Oh, tell us, son. Our special guest, who you are, and give us a little insight to the question that we ask.
2: Uh, so my name is Benjamin Delion, um, and that's to answer y'all's question. Um, like I said before, as, as, I've, as I've said multiple times in over the course of my life, uh, growing up with uh, that many siblings has been uh, cool. Uh, it's been a challenge. It's been um, could be, you know, annoying at times, could be fun, you know, there's just so many different aspects of, you know, uh, growing up with that many siblings.
1: Okay, and just to throw a little credentials out there, he is our eighth child, our third son, um, and I was blessed to actually work on an assignment for a training I was doing using him as a model, it's great, you remember that one, son?
2: (laughs) Yeah, I remember that. (laughs) They
1: always help me with my work.
2: So
0: tell us what what are some things that you remember that were a little overbearing for you while you were growing up here with the family and how that's helped you to where you are today in recognizing some of the things that you saw that might have been negatively impacted to you that you use positively
2: today. Hmm. Well, um, so like i mean i know i know not really most most of us would like use this term but i mean bullying if you will because obviously there's you got older siblings you got younger siblings it's just bound to happen i mean you know especially when you're homeschooled and if you all live at home you see each other every day so that was uh i feel like that was one of the the big, the hardest challenges that i uh personally dealt with and you know uh, now it's actually helped me more specifically because like i was encouraged by y'all you know to, uh, you know, just, one, just deal with it, two, and, like, try to make a difference in the younger siblings' lives and not play the same role that was hit towards me. Right. And so now, you know, I go to work, you know, and I'll have, like, a lot of people in my division just telling me, like, saying stuff about me, I'm weird, you know. And I, I, a lot of the time, I'll just blow it off, I'm like, you know what, y'all can say what y'all want, because, you know, what they say, it really doesn't matter to me. Obviously, that may not happen every time, you know, I may get tired of it at some points, which I have, but... Um, overall, that growing up in that helped me to uh, prepare myself for what it was to come. Um, so,
0: yeah. so being here when you see your some of your young, younger siblings and you recognizing that now, how are you implementing that to help them understand
2: as well as be a better influence towards them today? Well, um, given the past, uh, I wasn't the nicest guy in the world. Like I, if anything, I was probably one of the meaner ones. Obviously, I'm not proud of that, but that's just me being honest. Um, a lot of it had to do with how, again, how I was treated as well. And you know, a lot of the time you want to pass that on. But seeing it now from you know an, an adult's perspective, plus being out on my own, seeing how things can really get, especially out in the world, you know, um, it's a little, it's a much more complicated than just you know retaliating and like. Yelling at somebody, you know. When you let somebody know that it bothers you, they're just gonna keep messing with you about it. And um, here, when I see them at home, you know, being that way with each other, one, I'd let them know, like, hey, that's not cool, you know, that's your sister, that's your brother, you know, um, y'all supposed to take care of each other. Also, you know, I tried to be the example by, even though I may be a guest, I chose to, still try to do things for myself while, um, if I do implement other like help from others, I'll ask them if they can help. I don't tell them, "Hey, come help me with this," or um if I'm helping with something, I'll make sure that everyone has an equal uh partake in it, not just you know favorites or um, being one way with some of them and another way with others. so
1: yeah, I know I dragged him in here from playing chess with his siblings, and there's <laughs> ten siblings here that's a lot of chess games, <clears throat> but not all of them <throat> like chess, so you probably don't have to play. <laughs> 10 of those but they'll reel you into what they want you to yeah. partake with. And I know since you have visited since you you've moved out that they really enjoy getting to play around and have fun with you cuz you were one of even though you were one of the harder ones, they also now see you're also one of the fun ones. So the hard comes with fun, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like the real fun because I still can't forget Snowvid. like when y'all started you came over here from your apartment and y'all just had a blast. Ones. they right. had more of a blast chunking snowballs every which way you ran someone had one ready for you i wouldn't call those <laughs> snowballs though
2: i would call those like
1: ice plates
0: something like that <laughs> more like snow basketballs or something
2: i don't know i don't <laughs> know
1: I, I was just like wow these yeah. kids so, fun times though yes there's been a lot of fun times and what are some of the fun memories you remember from when you were young
2: like more specifically anything like with y'all or do everybody don't
1: Well, with the kids with us it can be both
2: i think some of my biggest memories uh good memories that is is just um times is i got to sit down and talk with y'all like for, pretending to y'all like um i know it wasn't often obviously it took me time to warm up to actually confiding in y'all and knowing that i could trust y'all with you know whatever i tell y'all um those were some of the greatest moments. Even, like, it could have been even if I was, like, I had done something wrong and I was being punished or whatever. Like, there was always a conversation afterwards. There was always, like, you know, you're better than that. You're, you know, you need to be the example of them, take care of them. Um, it was always it was always encouraging to me uh, because, you know, why you can hear a whole bunch of negativity, it's always good to have that positive. Someone reminding you, you're better. You can do much more than you think you can. Right. And then like with the kids, you know, growing up with them, the good times I remember, you know, there was so many good times. Like just just being with each other, even if we were doing schoolwork, we would still be clowning around, you know, making jokes and stuff, or like going outside, shooting uh, some basketball, throwing some frisbees, barbecue, Football. barbecue days. That those days were always fun.
1: Yeah, I miss those days. It's a little too hot these days here. Facts. <laughs> Very hot.
2: Yes, yeah. it is Texas
0: heat.
1: Woo, boy it, it's we're almost hitting a record we're almost there here in Texas oh, right. but uh that's not something to brag about, of course <laughs> um now what about as an adult what do you find fun to do when you come by when you come to visit after a long time what's like gets you all excited and
2: um, fills
1: that being, sad tank being, <laughs> <laughs> being,
2: being here in general does that because like our while we were driving um like we were like had an hour left. Or actually, no, it wasn't even an hour. It was like a, like fifteen minutes. We was on the the highway, the I ten, whatever, heading this way, but downtown San Antonio. Right. And like, I just started getting all jittery. Like, I just started getting excited. Not in a weird way, just like I was excited <laughs> to be home. Like, as soon as I saw San Antonio from a distance, I was like, "Hey, that's my city." You know, if, it just felt good to be home, and then knowing that I was gonna be here with the family. You know, the one place I can be secure, the one place I can um, be myself without anybody judging me. You know, that it was a good feeling. So.
0: Well, that's good it's always good to feel accepted at home that's nice to know and to hear from my son from definitely our son. definitely as you know some of them may not be so adamant to say such words well to us.
1: I, I know that i've heard conversation over time from a lot of the older <laughs> kids that when y'all refer to home this is where you're talking about is here whenever y'all are out and you talk about i know you have your home at you know your place yeah. with your wife but when you as siblings uh, the older group has told me when they say home that if somebody writes hey I'm home you all know they're at mom and dad's you know yeah. like it's you. they show it on social media look where I'm at you know <laughs> like na 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 boo boo yeah <laughs> I won't say the rest of it because you remember those from the old days right
0: right <laughs> but I can't think of any questions offhand I'm just thinking like um, I
1: got I got one I got one Ooh, i got this i got this <laughs> so what was it like taking over the after your two brothers left because we've had a we've talked about it somewhere at some point point in one of the podcasts or our son's podcast uh our older son and so what was it like taking over the role as the oldest brother before you started out in your life adventure what was question, the pressure dude. like because we have another son now that is having that pressure. So, what was oh, that
2: yeah, pressure that, like for you? <laughs> that one was definitely a tough one because, like, um, even though like Junior wasn't like he wasn't the one that like really did most with us, like it was just nice seeing him there because one he's like supposed to be that older brother role model. I'm not gonna say he was perfect at it, but I'm not gonna say he was bad at it either because there was times I could go talk to him, or whatever. And then Kevin, I mean, we talked, we, we got along, but like I can never say it was like we were buddy buddy. But I did learn a lot from him, believe it or not. Um, like he he definitely was smart about things. Sometimes like whenever we'd be out there messing around, he'd be like, "Hey, y'all never know when them can walk out," you know. And, I, and when when they left, I started saying that too. Like you know, that's one thing I actually agreed with. You know, you never know when they're gonna walk out. So, but just um, knowing that they were both leaving, like it was, uh, it kind of came down hard because I was like, you know, that's that's uh, those are big shoes to fill. Obviously, I'm not saying they're like these, you know, perfect people, but. Um, That's obviously not something that I was, like, sure I was ready for. Obviously, it happened, and, you know, I did my best to fill those shoes, but, um, you know, not everybody was accepting of that because, you know, I'm not the oldest, and I understand that. So I just did my best as uh, that brother, as uh, the sibling in general, you know, just to be there for everybody as much as I could.
1: And then when you moved out, um, you took in sometime after your next brother who had taken over the role and how did that go how was Uh, it different with your relationship than when you lived here in the home and then y'all had an apartment (laughs) together of course it was your apartment he moved into
2: yeah um so here at home it was uh it was difficult i don't know what it was but we just didn't get along sometimes at home um maybe i was he just didn't like i was too by the book if you will yeah. Like, cause I mean I mean I know I still did stuff wrong but I like to whenever y'all told us about I like to enforce it by repeating it. Repeatbacks as they say in the Navy. Um and then uh, <laughs> when he moved in with me, you know, I had already had that taste of what life is like, you know, the goods and the bads and uh when he came in I just wanted to make him as aware of it as possible. Obviously what he did with his time was, was uh his business, but it was cool to have that bro code, you know. Like, hey, I got you, you got me, you know, we work we work through this together, whatever happens, until, you know, we're not together anymore. So I just did my best to I mean, even though like I was kind of in a bad spot at the time when he came in, you know, I was struggling with the job. Um, you know, when I I was on my last last month of my lease and I was about to leave for the navy. So it was uh it was a challenge at the same time, but it was pretty cool because it was like I got that companionship with him that I didn't have before. So
0: so where in that, if seeing that in your brother, like when y'all lived together, where is it that you see there's a lack of connection in the rest of your siblings now that you could probably reconnect with or work to reconnect with?
2: Uh, that's a big one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> honestly, I think it's just a both parties putting aside pride putting aside uh past mistakes past uh problems and obviously that's probably not an easy thing to do i mean you know we all have things that we may not be ready to get past or things that bother us that really don't matter about our relationship and but it pertains to something else and it, it could be difficult just to be like you know i'm ready to let this go but um i for, for me i believe like the way i could Open those doors back up is to, you know, like I said, just put aside my, um, my own desires about it, my own like wants of what their life's living like, and just be like, you know what, I'm gonna accept you as you are, whether or not you're doing something I agree with or not, whether or not you're doing something wrong or not, I still love you, I still care about you, I'm open, I'm here if you need me, so you know, it, it comes down to, not I'm uh, not per se being the bigger person, but. Just about being the person Who's showing that they care Right
0: Yeah
2: Being the change You want to see
0: in others Facts Being the change You want to see in others Indeed That's a good one Because it's real good It's real easy To you know Point fingers And blame shift And I've said this Over time Over my episodes Or the podcast guys And It's real easy For us to point fingers And blame shift At one another And not Take a step back And look at ourselves In the mirror And say well how can I say or even think about this person in this fashion when I know I'm just as terrible as they are, if not worse, you know? Yeah. And yet, God is still gracious to me, so.
1: Definitely. Yeah, uh-huh. <clears throat> um, hmm. Well, I think we're good on this one for now. I don't have any direct questions, but I guess you I got, always leave a thought, right?
0: Well, I got one more question.
1: Okay. <laughs> you had some time to think that's
0: why well my question is I mean you know since you got the audience and you got your siblings uh, who eventually will dabble in this if there's anything that you can say to your audience to the audience here as well as your family who listen to I don't know to inspire or encourage what would that be concerning the family you know, concerning, not just here, but out there as well, you know, because, like, you said earlier, that it was different when you were living here, and then when you moved out, you saw things different, like, you can see a lot of what we were trying to explain to you over time, so what is it that you can say that would be encouraging as well as inspiring to them, and help them to walk a better path, if you will?
2: Um, well, given my experience, you know, obviously everyone experiences things on their own, but, you know or something I could tell you the viewer or listener should I say um, apply yourself you know I could be like don't give up all this and that like oh life is you know it's not uh, yours take it whatever but instead I'm gonna tell you apply yourself let the world know that you're serving whether whether it be military, whether it be your doctor, a police officer, fire, fire person, whatever, whatever it is that you may be doing, apply yourself. Let others know that you care about them, not just by saying, hey, I care about you, but by actually proving to them, being that person who's there and, you know, just available. You know, obviously we have our own lives to live, but just, just the thought of knowing someone's there for you is comforting it doesn't matter if they're actually like right there in front of you or on the other side of the world and if they tell you i'm here for you that's a comforting thought at least to me i, I mean just check for yourself i mean but you know apply yourself um just let let everyone know that you care about them because life is life is short All right
1: very short All right well thank you so much for joining us today
0: all right, and this is D-Crow.
1: Mama Jen.
0: Special guest, Benjamin DeLeon. Alright, have a good Sunday, guys. Bye-bye.